Hi, I've partnered with eatpropergood.com to offer my listeners a 15% discount for first-time orders, which is stackable with their subscription discount. You can get this benefit by using the Keto 911 pod in the promotion field to enjoy this awesome benefit and even more, their awesome soups. That's eatpropergood.com, promo code Keto911Pod. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Keto 911 Podcast. This is your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT. This time around, we're just going to go ahead and talk about something fun. We're going to talk about something scientific, and we're going back to the classroom, y'all, okay? I got some resources pulled up. So that way, one, we can continue to learn because it's, it's good to always talk about the ketogenic lifestyle. It's always good to talk about the, the weight loss that you have done, the, the ways that it's impacted your body, talk about recipes and all that other nice stuff. But I'm a little, well, I'm not a little bit different. I am different from a lot of people. I'm different from a lot of coaches. I'm different from a lot of uh, those who are out there in the keto space. I like to definitely go to school. I like to educate And I want to make sure that people are understanding more than just, okay, you do this and you do this to lose the weight, but I want you to understand why. If anything else, I want you to understand the purpose of why things are being done. So that way, when somebody comes to ask you, not if somebody comes to ask you, when somebody comes to ask you the purposes and the benefits of why you do these things, you can actually give them an informed answer based other than just saying, well, my coach told me to do it or This is what I've heard from this podcast. This is what I've heard from this person. No, you, and essentially, when you actually start to do the ketogenic lifestyle, you improve your health and you lose the weight as a byproduct, you essentially become a coach. You essentially actually become the next teacher into doing something. You know, it's the same way when people see uh, uh, businessmen and business successes and you start from nothing, you create a business and you go there and people come up to you and you add, they ask you, what, how did you do this? How did you go about doing this? And if you're giving them the tools and the information, the things that you succeeded at, the, your failures, you're coaching them. So without anybody giving me any validation to it, I am a coach. So boom, I'm a keto coach. So my followers who have been listening to this podcast for over the, for over the year, and who have been trying to use what I've been saying to apply it to their lives and, and understanding it. I do follow an unconventional method, but at the same time, this is coaching, this is therapy, and I do it for free. So by all means, tune in, learn, give me feedback, ask me questions. I have, I'm more than willing, more than willing to answer any and all questions. I do have a client at this time and um, we're doing good. He's actually getting some weight loss. He's understanding the process, and I'm doing the best that I can to teach him because he was, in fact, a teacher to me. So I have to give him the same energy and the same dedication and the same details as he gives, as he has given me in the past. So going into that, we're going to talk about intermittent fasting, all right? Along with the ketogenic lifestyle, you know, we all know that when, you, when you're doing keto, you're only eating when you're hungry, Okay. So if you're not hungry, you don't eat. And people think that, oh, well, you're starving yourself. Well, no, you're actually fasting because if you're not hungry, you don't eat. Your body's actually doing what it's supposed to do and it's, and it's burning the fat resources that your body naturally has. So let's not let's not go with the assumptions. Let's go with the actual breakdown of what this is. Per the internet, per 
per Dr. Kiltz and per Diet Doctor and other resources that are out there. Intermittent fasting involves cycling between periods of fasting and eating, okay? At its very core, intermittent fasting simply allows the body to use its stored energy by burning off excess body fat, okay? Intermittent fasting can provide significant health benefits if done right, including weight loss, reversal of type 2 diabetes, and many other things, okay? Now, per drkilts.com, it states, when done properly, intermittent fasting has been shown to regulate blood glucose, control blood lipids, including cholesterol and triglycerides, reduce the risk of coronary disease or heart disease, manage body weight, help you gain or maintain lean body mass, stimulate human growth hormones, activate stem cell production, which is really, really key on fighting disease, and reduce the risk of cancer. And it says add more. Okay. So you have to look at it. You're already in the process of getting your body healthy. You're already in the process of making sure that what you're, what you're putting into your body are the, night, are the better things that your body needs, i.e. non-processed meats, you know, grass-fed beef, uh, healthy fats like avocado, uh, olive oil, coconut oil, um, cheeses, uh, yeah, yeah, and of course, vegetables. You know, vegetables, uh, as I've said in our clubhouse group this, uh, as of late, you know, they are packed full of nutrients, vitamins, minerals, things that your body needs to process and burn and, and burn fat. And also, they have cleaning and antioxidant properties to help keep your your gut health and your yeah, keep your colon clean. So it helps flush out all, all the crap, literally. So when you start to do that, guess what? Your body is functioning at a higher level. It's healing itself. So when it's healing itself, and then all of a sudden you do intermittent fasting, which you probably, your body's already starting to do with it. You're only eating when you're hungry versus just eating on a regular standard American diet time frame, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is ridiculous in itself. You're giving your body the opportunity to, to really, really, really burn fat, keep itself pure, okay, and keep itself clean out so that way your body's functioning at a higher level, just as I stated before, okay? So let's, let's dive in more. Let's dive in more. So another source that I have is dietdoctor.com, and it states intermittent fasting. Isn't that starvation? And it says, no, fasting differs from starvation in one crucial way, okay? And that's control. Starvation is the involuntary absence of food for a long time. Now, that can lead to severe suffering or even death, like some of the eating, eating disorders, like bulimia. And I, I believe bulimia is eating the food and then immediately regurgitating it, which damages your esophagus and, and teeth and all that other stuff. But, you know, starvation is just saying, you know, especially those in poverty-stricken areas of the, of the United States and the world, I want to eat, but I just don't have food, which is, which is, which is horrible in itself. You know, low income families, really, really low income families who have to make, who pinch pennies sometimes in a minute, in, in the event of a lot of stuff. And my mother has done it, uh, with grown while we were growing up is that, Hey, you know, mommy and daddy didn't eat. So that way the kids could eat. And sometimes in situations Sometimes the kids don't even get a chance to eat because there's just nothing there. 
and that's horrible in itself okay so starving all right is involuntary because that's the absence of food for a long time okay and this is neither deliberate nor controlled all right now on the other hand fasting is the voluntary avoidance of food and people use it for either spiritual you know or other reasons but we primarily use it for health it is done by someone who is not underweight and has enough stored body fat to live off now when done correctly fasting should not cause suffering and certainly never dealt death okay food is easily available but you choose choose keyword choose not to eat it and this can be done for any period of time either a few hours or a few days and if you're doing it for a few days you know we always I always i always say always consult your primary care physician when you're trying to do any any lifestyle changing and even with the ketogenic lifestyle you want to be careful okay you don't want to do anything that's going to harm your body all right so if you're hungry if your body is telling you that you're hungry or i need sustenance lightheadedness or anything like that any type of medical emergency please 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 do not try to push through it listen to your body okay your body is going to tell you when it needs something all right if it needs something hydration you give you give yourself hydration if your body starting to give you those hunger pains and it's really starting to get bad and all that other stuff put something in it put something of good of good uh nutritional value inside your body do not try to do anything to the extremes for quick results okay the ketogenic lifestyle is a marathon it is not a sprint all right so make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do all right hydration is key water is the giver of is the giver of life you see it everywhere but you also have to have hydration you have to have uh electrolytes you know and one of the best electrolytes that i that i use is the uh, go ultima uh replenisher it's an electrolyte powder that is keto friendly it comes in like assortment of different flavors and tasty stuff and it tastes good you put that in about an eight ounce bottle of water for hydration and you're good to go all right all right but understand this anytime that you're not eating you are in it in, in, in fact intermittent fasting okay all right so for example let's let's go into it so for example you may fast between dinner and breakfast the next day period approximately 12 to 14 hours and that since intermittent fasting should be considered a part of everyday life and this is per um dietdoctor.com okay and it says that it is perhaps the oldest and most powerful dietary intervention imaginable and it says consider the term breakfast this refers to the meal that breaks your fast which is usually which is which is done daily rather than being some sort of cruel and unusual punishment in the english language implicitly acknowledges that fasting should be performed daily even if only for a short duration intermittent fasting is not something unusual but it's a part of everyday normal life it's perhaps the oldest and most powerful dietary intervention imaginable yet somehow we've missed this power and overlooked the therapeutic potential okay so let's break it down we we're, we're going to the science of this okay because and i have to say it again i just want to i want to reiterate it's great 
it is great to talk about how the body breaks down stuff, how to, you know, how to, how to do keto from the outward, simple meal, um, take, you know, how to build your plate and how to do all this, but you got to understand the science behind it. That's why I break things down the way that I do. All right. I break it down the way that I do. So that way, one, you can understand the science. Why? Because this is something that this, you have to educate yourself on this. I just don't just do things just to do it. I look into, I look into, I research everything. I question everything. Why? Because I want to see on the biological level, on the, on the basic principle understanding level, what this is going to do for me. Because how this works for me works for me. It may work differently for you, so you may have to tweak it. But if you understand the principles, the building blocks of what you're doing, you're able to do it safer. You're able to do this in a way that's going to benefit you and impact your life the best way that it can. And even more so, you're able to educate somebody else who has a different physiology, uh, their, their, uh, their biology and their, phys- and their physiology is different from you. You can help explain it to them so that way, one, they can do the research and cater it to them, okay? Everybody's different. So you have to do the basic stuff. It's like this. Before we get into this, I, I, I have to do imagery because I harp on this. I harp on education. I harp on education. Okay. If there was anything that you wanted to do, if it was a profession, if it was a profession, let's say that you were going into engineering, you have to go in, you have to learn the, the, not just the outward exterior of what something of, of, of a profession on how it's done. You have to go to school for it. You have to learn the history of it. You have to learn the details of, of that of that specialty and that's medical and in anything else that you want to do with why because in the event that somebody is asking you details about what you do for the fact of wanting to do it you just don't give them the surface answer you give them details why because you've studied it because you want them to understand exactly what you do so that way they can make an informed decision okay that's the same thing when it comes to weight loss. That's the same thing when it comes to healthy living. I'm just not, I can give you my story all day long, every day, every day, no problem. But if I don't break it down to you on how I did it and what these things mean and everything, you're just really not going to understand it. You're just going to be like, okay, can you just give me the simple stuff? And sometimes the simple stuff may work. I'm not that dude. I like to give you meat and potatoes. I like to give you not. Figuratively, meat potatoes. I like to give you something that's going to stick to you for understanding. Okay, that's why I do what I do, how I do it. Not knocking anybody else's hustle out there, but I feel like I'd rather go ahead and give it to you, give it to you the long way, so that way it helps you out in the long run. All right. So back into it. So here's how it works: when we eat, more food energy is ingested than can be immediately be used. Some of this energy must be stored away for later use. That's where insulin comes in. Insulin is the key hormone involved in the storage of food energy. Okay. So when you eat food, that increases your insulin and that's stored and that stores sugar in the liver that produces fat in the liver. All right. Insulin rises when we eat, helping to store the excess energy into two separate ways. Carbohydrates are broken down into individual glucose, which are sugar units, which can be linked to long chains for long chains to form glycogen, which is then stored in the liver or muscle. Now there is a very limited storage space for carbohydrates. 
And once that is reached, the liver starts to turn excess glucose into fat. This process is called de novo lipogenesis, meaning literally meaning making of new fat. Now, some of this newly created fat is stored in the liver, but most of it is ex exported into other fat deposits in the body. Now, while this is more complicated to process, there's almost no limit to the amount of fat that can be created. So, two complementary food energy storage systems exist in our bodies, all right? One is easily accessible, but is limited, but with limited storage space. Now, that's glycogen. And with the other is more difficult to access, but it's almost unlimited storage, uh, unlimited storage space, and that's body fat, okay? So when your body is burning stored sugar, I'm sorry, let me go ahead and correct that. Sorry, 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 sorry. Now the process goes in reverse when we do not eat, okay? So when we do not eat, the process goes in reverse. Insulin levels fall, signaling the body to start burning stored energy because no more is coming through the food. The blood glucose falls. So the body must now pull glucose out of storage, all right? So now it's pulling the sugar out of the fat to burn energy, okay? So when your body's, when your body's burning the stored sugar, it has already burned the stored sugar. This is what I was trying to say. When your body has already burnt the stored sugar, now it starts to burn the fat. And that decreases the insulin. And then guess what? You're not really hungry. So your body goes into the fasting as aspect of things. Okay. Now, glycogen is the most easily accessible energy source. It is broken down into glucose molecules and provide energy for the body's other cells. Now, this can provide enough energy to power much of the body's need for about 20, 24 to 36 hours. All right. But after that, the body will primarily be breaking down fat for energy. And this is what keto is all about. You're taking the body out of the burning the sugar phase with high carbohydrates, with the standard American diet, we're high in carbs, high in sugar. So when you get into the area of creating the healthy lifestyle by putting the right things in your body, guess what? Your body gets away from burning the sugar that's in your body. And then now it starts to burn the stored fat, which is meant to do, which is decreases your insulin, helps you get from being insulin dependent. And, you know, and having the sugar, uh, the sugar imbalances, and then you're not hungry. So that's, your, that's why you start fasting and you, cause your body is now doing that. Okay. So moving forward, the body is broken. The body only exists in two states. Okay. The fed state and the fast fasted state. Now, either we're storing food for energy. Okay. Or we're burning stored energy. It's either one or the other. If you're, you know, you're either eating or fasting so eating and fasting are balanced all right because if those two are balanced then there should be no net weight change okay now if we start eating the minute we roll out of bed and do not stop until we go to sleep we spend almost all of our time in the fed state all right over time we may gain weight because we've not allowed our body time to burn the stored energy and i've said this before okay I've said this before. When you're eating that, that that standard American diet, you get out of bed, you pour that bowl of cereal, or you eat that bacon, egg, and cheese McMuffin or bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, or you know, and you're sitting and, and 
you have all that sugar and processed junk in your body, guess what? As soon as your sugar level drops, because you have a sugar spike as soon as you eat it, as soon as that sugar level drops, that triggers the receptors in your brain to say, you know what? I need to eat again because my sugar levels are low, even though you've just you've just eaten three to four hours prior. Your body hasn't even started to, to digest what you just put in. So what happens? You, your body signals, your, you know, your brain signals your body that you need to eat. So then lunch comes around and then you eat again. You, so that sugar high picks up right again. And then as you work through your day, it tapers down again. So that way, by the time you get home, it's been another four hours. It's time for dinner, right? So then you're eating more food. Your body is in a constant state of being fed. So as your body is constantly storing all that sugar and your insulin receptors are going crazy because your insulin is big, your liver is producing more insulin, it's trying to use all that sugar to go ahead and, and, and burn as energy. But the fat is still there and it's creating more, 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 more. All right. So you're, that's how we started to gain, gain weight is that we're constantly in a state of being fed and our body is not burning fat. It's burning sugar, which is horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. So to restore balance or to lose weight, we just simply need to increase the amount of time spent burning food energy, not sugar energy, but time spent burning food energy. And that's what intermittent fasting is. And so in essence, intermittent fasting allows your body to use its own stored energy, which is fat. Okay. The important thing to understand is that there's nothing wrong with it. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. There is nothing wrong with fasting. I'll give you an example. I will use myself. So after work, my one of uh, one of the employees at my job, they wanted to celebrate their one year anniversary at the company. They were like, okay, great. They asked me if I can come. I was like, great. I have no problem coming. So I get there and they're all eating. It's a Mexican restaurant. And they're like, so Daniel, hey, what are you going to order? I'm like, I'm not ordering. They're like, you don't want anything? I'm like, no. Nah. I, it was five o'clock. I'm like, I still have three hours left in my fast. And they're like, so how often do you fast? I eat, and this is just me. I eat once every 24 hours. So about 7.30 to 8 o'clock every day, that's when I eat a physical meal. My morning quote unquote meal is my bulletproof coffee. So that's my coffee with my heavy whipping cream, my MCT oil, and my stevia. That's my first quote unquote meal of the day. Now throughout the day, I saturate myself with water and electrolytes. So if I'm starting to feel kind of down or whatever, or starting to feel, you know, hungry, I give me my water, put me my Go Ultima, uh, my Ultima hydration replenisher in there, and I, um, I drink that. By the time I make it home, yeah, I'm ready to put in some work, and that's where I eat my my one keto meal a day. And when I tell people that, they look at me as if I just peed in their cereal or I stole their bike. Like, I just completely disrespected them. That's why I don't go out with friends, especially to eating places, because I don't eat. One, the food is not keto-friendly. It's not good food. Two, there's COVID, and, you know, that still hasn't left. And three, I just, 
I don't have anything to give to a conversation because it's all centered around food. And plus, I don't want to get into work drama. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But they look at you like you're wrong. They look at you like you're crazy. And that's even when at my job, they have birthday celebrations for, you know, if your company, you probably know what I'm talking about, where every month they celebrate somebody's birthday and there's food. And as management, you know, they ask us to come in there to say happy birthday. And I'm like, cool, I'll come in and say happy birthday. I'm like, Daniel, sit down, eat. I'm like, no, I don't eat. I don't eat a lunch. Why? Because I'm not hungry. Two, I'm fasting. I'm intermittent fasting. And that's what helps me. Helps keep my mental clarity up. Helps keep my energy up. And all that other stuff like that. I don't need it. I really don't need it because there's nothing that's healthy foods. Because usually after they eat all that unnecessary food, they are wiped out. They are tired because they got that food coma. They got that itis going into their system. All right. And it's not good. This is not a good way to go about your everyday life, eating and doing things. This is not that. Got to do better. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Even my, okay, last one and I'll move on. All right. Because I'm almost done with this episode. My own mother. And my own father, you know, I tell them I'm intermittent fasting. They're like, what did you eat for lunch? I'm like, I don't eat lunch. Well, what did you eat for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. I have my coffee for breakfast. You don't eat anything? No. So what do you snack on during the day? Nothing. (laughs) I don't snack. I keep myself hydrated. That's not good for you. How? How? How are you saying that's not good for you? You're supposed to eat three times a day. Who said that? There is no law mandating that your body needs to eat three times a day. In ancient cultures, especially in the African diaspora, they don't need to eat every single day. Of course, their diets are a whole lot better, but they don't need to eat three, four, five times a day. Why? To keep your energy up to do all this? No, I don't need that. Why? I got plenty of fat. My body has plenty of fat left over to use as an energy source to where I don't need it. So that's another thing. So when you start your intermittent fasting, either if you're doing a uh, 16-hour fast and eating within an eight-hour window or 18-hour fast or eating in a 16, uh, I'm sorry, an eight-hour, 18-hour fast and eating within a six-hour window, or like myself that does a 24-hour fast, and but, and let me say this before I go on, I worked my way up to that. I just didn't do it. Okay, I had to work my way up to that. So I was listening to all my body cues. And if I needed to eat something, I ate something. But if I didn't, I didn't eat. Okay, so I worked my way up to where I'm eating once every 24 hours. So that's exactly what I need, what I need to do. And that's what works for me. Okay, so. Oh, goodness, my mom is calling. She must have she must have felt that I was talking about her. But but this is exactly what it is. When you're doing this, whatever you decide to do. Even if you tell people and they look at you crazy, look, you are doing what you believe for your body to help increase this, to help increase your own health, reduce the fat and put yourself in a better, higher level of fat burning and health for yourself. OK, if you have any medical ailments, type two diabetes or in the case like that, this is something that is that is meant that has been proven to use to help reduce this, to help reverse type two diabetes. It helps prevent cancer, helps prevent congestive heart failure, heart problems, along with deep leafy green vegetables, which are great, rich in nutrients. And all these deep leafy green vegetables have the same properties. They help reduce cancer, help uh, help reduce the chances of cancer, help reverse diabetes, 
help they help with mental clarity they help with your skin they help with your bone health if you're practicing all these aspects with intermittent fasting you will you will you will improve your health okay you will it's been proven it has been proven you can look at people like myself I have pictures on my on my Instagram. I have a good friend who I just recently uh, met and started working with. He was on the last episode. His name is Triple J, the keto dog. Man reverses type two diabetes just by doing keto, and he's now doing the intermittent fasting as well. He's he's working his way into it and everything like that. But the, there are there are there are proof. The people the proof is in the pudding. There are many examples out there to show you that this can be done and be done to benefit yourself. You just have to see it. Go out there, do the research, okay? The areas that I use for for um, for my sources is dietdoctor.com. I use Dr. Kilts, okay? I looked at the myoclinic.org and Hopkins Medicine. So that's John Hopkins, folks, okay? So you have to look into it. There's been medical research done on this. So if you look up intermittent fasting, in keto, you'll find a lot of these same sources that break it down for you. The the research has been done, people. Don't just believe me. Go out, do the research. Because you never know by you changing your life, by you changing the way that you eat, what you put into your body, okay? By you changing these things and improving your health with a byproduct of that, the side effect of improving your health is the weight loss. You can be the next coach. Somebody's going to look to you and see exactly how you do it, and they're going to want to know how. Okay? All right? Take the time. Do the research. Intermittent fasting is key for health, for healthy living. It is the key for healthy living. People think it's crazy because they're so, so stuck on what on, on what's the world has been telling them, but it's there and it's been working. All right? So... You now have some tools. You now have some tools. Take this information, use it well, use it well, all right? All right, so here we go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Keto 911 Podcast. You can find my podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever any other streaming services that you may find available. If you want to be on the episode of the Keto 911 Podcast, you can send me an email to Keto911Podcast at gmail.com. This way, one, I can go ahead and get you featured. If you have a keto product or if you're a specialist in health, health or weight loss, we can go ahead and have you featured on the episode so that way we can educate the masses. Also, you can find me on Keto 911 Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On both of those pages, you'll see me do food reviews. You'll see me post stuff about different types of uh, recipes that I've come across with. And I do motivational messages as well. So definitely go ahead and check me out on these other aspects and other links as well. So thank you all again for tuning in to the Keto 911 Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT. Have a good one and be safe.